0: What you're listening to now is different than what you might hear from us, at least online on a regular Sunday morning. Uh, You're still listening to Nathan, uh, but this is not a sermon. This is what's called a meditation. Of course, we'll have our regular services here at Big Creek, but I'll be away from the pulpit for um, a few Sundays here over the coming few months for the holidays. And so instead, while I'm away, for those of you that are listening online, um, we wanted to provide something here. So, so this is now uh, a, a meditation for us. And a meditation is not what we sometimes think of, you know, we clear our mind and, and empty our thoughts. That's not what the Bible talks about when it talks about meditation. A biblical sense of meditation is exactly the opposite of emptying our mind. We're actually filling our mind with things. We want our thoughts to be full, but we want those thoughts to be focused, to be centered on something that our attention would would be pointed. And so um, for the Sundays that I'm uh, gone here, I want to focus especially on the question of when is it important for us to meditate. This time I'll be looking at Psalm 77 and here I think Asaph the writer is encouraging us through his own experience that it's important to meditate in a biblical sense in the face of storm If you look at his psalm, right in the middle, he talks about meditation in verse 12. Here's what he writes in that verse. He says, I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Of course, there he's talking about God, that he'll ponder God's work, meditate on God's deeds. And if you look at just that verse, Asaph sounds very um, strong or Uh, Determined, very solid here, very focused. But that's not the tone of the whole psalm. In fact, that's very, very different from the way he begins in the early verses. Here's the first three verses of the psalm. He says this I cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and he will hear me. In the days of my trouble, I seek the Lord. In the night my hand is stretched out without wearying, my soul refuses to be comforted. When I remember God, I moan. When I meditate, my spirit faints. Those aren't the kinds of words we, we necessarily want in our meditation that our meditation would be a moan, would be a a fainting. But I think in here, it's a reminder to us that good meditation can often be hard work. It can be a strain to us, a stretch, a groan. He says later in verse six, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. And then my spirit made a diligent search. That diligence often requires a bit of effort. Maybe even a lot of effort. Sweat, blood, and tears. And it's at this point that, that some people, you know, it's it's this is easier or more natural uh, for some people than others, just from personality or other differences. And and some will say, you know, I I I can't I can't focus. You know, I have trouble reading, I have trouble praying, I can't center my mind, and, and so because of this, we get distracted, and then the effect is that it's just really easy to move on, to kind of forget about it and go about other things. If we find that we can't focus or we struggle then to meditate, that's, that's okay, but we want to refocus, re-center our attention, and then go after it again. Uh, Lately, I've been watching a couple episodes of this show. Well, I forget the name of it, but it's about uh, Oak Island, which is a a place up in Canada and Nova Scotia where over, you know, for hundreds of years, people have traveled there searching for treasure. There's all sorts of legend about what may be buried there and who buried it and why they buried it. And the show is now following these two guys and their families and some other people that are are digging then for this treasure. And they have faced all sorts of problems. You know, giant pieces of machinery are breaking. They're drilling under the earth to see what they can get. They've been sifting through swamps and muck and mud and mire and the reason why they do all of this is because they think buried way down deep is gold is treasure is things of great value our meditations are the same it may strain, stretch, groan and ache us there's treasure here, and it's worth the dig. For Asaph, uh, his experience was not just an issue of focus, that he would struggle with his attention. His, His trouble was because his meditation hurts, that his meditation was not a comfort that his meditation did not bring him, at least immediately, to sense the compassion of God. And so, at least for me, that brings up a question in my mind. Why do it? If this thing aches you, why then do you continue to meditate? I think the answer there is that this is the only source of real rest. That when we face a storm, even a big and raging storm, we have to look through that storm to its source in God, to center our attention on something other than just the waves and the thunder. In fact, the storm is the image, the, uh, the dominant picture in the last verses of this psalm, that, that God is the one over even the weather, the storms. Uh, Asaph says this, starting in verse 16. When the water saw you, O God, when the water saw you, they were afraid. Indeed, the deep trembled. The clouds poured out water, the skies gave forth thunder, your arrows flashed on every side. The crash of your thunder was in the whirlwind, your lightnings lighted up the world, the earth trembled and shook. Your way was through the sea, your path through the great waters, and yet your footprints were unseen. And then he ends this with this very last verse. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. It's an interesting turn there. He's been talking about storms and this powerful images of lightning and sea and water. And then he shifts to focus on Moses and Aaron. And Of course, we know he's talking about the Exodus when God brought his people out of slavery in Egypt. And so this meditation here, focusing on the mighty deeds of God, goes way back. Even for Asaph, who's a few millennia before us, before our time, even this was a few hundred years before him in talking about Moses and Aaron, going way back. Verse 11, he says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. When we're focusing on God's deeds, that plays out over the course of time, over the course of history, and that's the, that's the story of the Bible even, of how God is relating to his world, his people, his creation over the course of time. And even on a micro scale, I'm sure we can see that in our own lives. Uh, some of you know I, I often carry around with me a, a black book or journals, thoughts, other things are, are contained in there, and, and so I have years now of content from that, and I can look back and read, which I occasionally do, and, and I can see, oh yeah, I remember that, or that was a great season, or oh, that was a hard season. And I can see what the Lord is doing. Not always do I see every part. In fact, often I don't see every part, but I can at least see, ah, yes. Yes, the Lord is working there. We know, of course, the point of all of this is not not just to see our own growth. The point of this is to see God To meditate on God, to meditate on God's mighty works, no matter the circumstances, even in the storm, that we say with Asaph, verse 12, I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Your way, O God, is holy. What God is great like our God. You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the peoples. That's true. It's really important for us to meditate often, no matter the circumstances. But it is particularly important for us when like Asaph, we're facing storm, so that instead of centering our thoughts on the storm, we're centering our thoughts on God. Do you pray with me? Lord, help us to do this. We know that we very easily get distracted with small things even. Uh, So how much more will we be distracted by by the big things that threaten to overturn us? Lord, help us. Help us to remember your wonders of old. Help us to ponder your work, to meditate on your mighty deeds. Draw us to you so that we might not only think upon you, but follow after you and come to trust you. We ask these things then in Jesus' name, amen.